Hey, welcome to the Frying Pan Podcast, the pop culture podcast that your parents and your dog really love. Um, we're not going to say anything this episode, so good luck. You're just making work for yourself to edit, aren't you? <laughs> no, because I'm going to leave it all in. <laughs> Imagine, like, uh, nothing, nothing screams a quality podcast like, a, like 30 seconds of silence. I think it'd be good. I think it'd be real good. It's like the awkward first date. <laughs> mm. Well, it's like... It, it's equivalent to when we're talking about a picture and we're like, guys, look at it. And it's like, oh, this is an audio-based uh, platform. That's that's definitely true. You know, on the subject of, like, silences, were you... Are you the ty- you're the type of person that's okay with silence, right? Yes. Like, you don't feel the need to rush to fill it or anything? I prefer it. So, I am as well, and... It's always interesting when I go out on dates. I say as if I go on dates a lot. But, like, I'm so okay with silence. I feel like it makes people uncomfortable. I, it depends. I don't like going on, like, a date and having silence unless we're just chilling doing something. But if, like, we're out to eat, I don't want to just sit at a dinner table and be quiet to each other. That definitely makes sense. But, like, we were, oh, it was, like, when when the full moon was out and we were just, like, out at a pier randomly somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking up at the night sky, and I shit you not, I could have stayed silent for silent for like 30 minutes and not gave a shit. Mm. But then she asked you, "What's your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card?" And then I said, "Obelisk, the, the Tormentor." Nice, nice. We were actually talking about Yu-Gi-Oh today in my sculpting class. Yeah. Do you want to know why? I guess because like there's this 18 year old kid, and I shit you not, nerdiest kid I've ever come in contact with in college. Not because of what he, well, somewhat because he, what he was wearing, but like, he, he's just like in every area of nerdiness he participates in almost. I respect that. Like his backpack, it's an Assassin's Creed backpack. Actually, nice. it looks pretty good. Doesn't look that bad if it didn't say uh, just Assassin's Creed across it. Mm-hmm. It would actually look pretty, pretty, pretty neat, pretty cool. And um, segueing onto the Yu-Gi-Oh, my man whips out a not a binder, but a set, you know those uh. Do you know those switch carrying cases? Yeah. For being portable and shit? Yeah, yeah. Basically, a thick boy of my Lowe's opens it, and there's, like, six Yu-Gi-Oh decks all in, like, color-coordinated sleeves oh. laid out. I'm like, oh? Nice. <laughs> and then him and some other kid were just fucking around talking about Yu-Gi-Oh for the first 20 minutes of class. And to be honest, it was like a blast from the past. Did they, like, bust down and start dueling? Or? No. Saying the, 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 they didn't want to get their cards dirty on our, in the messy plaster oh, room tables. That's true. You really wouldn't want that to happen. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was actually a blast from the past, though. I love that. Well, I remember that one time. I don't know if you were in that lunch wave with me, but I remember, I think it was either my senior or junior year, there was um, a kid that wore a Naruto cloak almost every single day to school, and he had a friend. Um, I didn't associate with them because I was kind of scared, to be honest. I thought they were frightening was, people, yeah. I thought he was going to, like, Shadow Clone Jutsu and just kill my whole clan or something. But um, him and this other kid, they started a fake fight. And then, um, like, they were getting loud. And then um, one... Uh, I forget what they did. They're like, so are we going to finish this? And he's like, all right, bet. And then they both pull out, like, the arm decks. And all, like, all the kids in the lunch wave were like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, because it, it caught everyone off guard, but everyone knew what was going on. So, like, they surrounded it. And the kids were like, oh, you're about to play a dark magician right now? And they, <laughs> they were, like, calling it out. It was funny for, like, the first five, ten minutes. But then they kind of lost its appeal when they were actually, like, 20 minutes into the 30 minute lunch wave still dueling and people were like uh, I place my card face down and end the turn yeah and then it's, like, it, it looked like an anime it was basically the Yu-Gi-Oh anime I remember that kid every time I saw him his little Akatsuki robe it made me just happy yeah I was like you know what you do you man you do you. I respect it and when he rocked the headband with it as well I was just like this is who I aspire to be not in in essence, more than anything. Like, I, I I just wish I had the confidence. Exactly. If I was so secure, I could be like, fuck it. I'm wearing a Naruto headband to school today and not worry that I won't find love. <laughs> mm, is today a Naruto robe kind of day? Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. 
this goes back to me just wanting to wear a hentai hoodie to school. <laughs> uh, well, once you get that confidence, you can do whatever you want. I'm sure you'll make some friends. I just need to get married now so that I don't have to worry about it. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. we were also talking about young marriage today in my sculpting class. Oh, a lot goes down in the sculpting class, I see. Yeah, I'm going to dox this girl a little bit. Uh, just don't say a name. I'm not going to say a name. I going to say But uh, <laughs> she was talking about her issues, and I'm going to bring it to you guys. I she, don't know. Her boyfriend is in the, the Air Force. Okay. And in typical young boy in military fashion, he asked her to marry him. Oh, nice. And you know how long they've been together for? I'm going to guess five months. Since Friday the 13th. Uh, like 10 days ago. Wait, like, really? Yeah. And her basically, she was like, how do I get out of this? Um, step one. Uh, say, <laughs> we've been dating since Friday the 13th, and it is the 24th. Mm-hmm. I don't, we haven't even kissed yet. I don't even think we've hugged yet. I don't think we can get married. <laughs> she also said they were talking about marriage and kids. And this girl's like uh, 18, so she's just a kid. Like, mm. you, you could tell on her face that she was blatantly frightened. Uh, well, maybe he's just like a, like a Mormon. And he's, you know, mm. a little horny. And he's like, I'm really, I'm really trying to go to the bone zone. And there's only one way I can do it without disrespecting my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, I hope so. But, uh, I don't know. I, I spent 30 minutes essentially lurking that conversation until I was asked what my input was. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to be respectful and not put my two cents in where it's not asked, especially on a subject like relationships with this girl. I, like, I don't even know her name. So, I was oh, lurking. Yeah. And the whole time I was lurking, I was thinking, man, it would fucking suck to be in a relationship like that. Yeah, I, I it's I feel like if someone's gonna spring the question of marriage onto you like mm-hmm. eleven days after you guys started dating, that's well, a immediate th- red flag. No matter how much you like the person, I think they might be boyfriend girlfriend since the thirteenth. I'm not sure how long they've been like seeing each other. You know what I mean? Because like that could make sense if they've been seeing each other for like three years or so. <laughs> And it wasn't, like, official. I don't know. I'm just trying to help the dude out. But reality, he's just fucking delusional. But. Yeah, I mean, if you've been seeing someone for three years and you haven't, like, decided, oh, maybe we should be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, well, then, <laughs> that, that's what I would do. Uh, yeah, true. Then maybe it's not the way, unless you're in, like, a, a what is it, polyamorous? Like, is that the one where you have, you can have more open, than one partner? Yeah, like an open relationship. That sounds about right, polyamorous? Yeah, so if it's like that, then I guess... Then they're just seeing each other, and it makes sense, but... Could you ever be in a polyamorous relationship? No. See, I feel like you're too loyal of a dude. No. Like, even if... I I don't know. I just can't justify it for me personally. I can understand why people would want to do it, but I just don't... It'd make me uncomfortable. You know, isn't a poly... Okay, I guess there's, like, a true polyamorous relationship where, like... It's a true relationship, but the way I always see is, like... So, you got... You got a friends with benefits, and she's allowed to have other friends with benefits, and you're allowed to have other friends with benefits. But I guess that's not what a true polyamorous no. relationship is. No, true poly, it's like you guys are together and you love each other, but like, you don't want to be, I guess, because it's mostly just for, like, sex. So, yeah, you fucking, you fucking outside that relationship. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if I, if I'm putting a label on it, I'd probably be loyal to the relationship, and that's how I would see it. Yeah, it would be too. You know, if I'm like, this is my boy... This is my boyfriend. This is my boyfriend. This is my boyfriend. This is my boy... (laughs) This is my girlfriend. That's that. Then, nah, fuck other people. No, or I mean, don't fuck other people. But but if we're just... (laughs) No, 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 I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. But if you're just talking, then I guess it depends on what stage of talking you're at, but then I'd be kind of okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, if if you're into it, you're into it. If you're not, you're not. I don't judge. Yeah. I don't care. If it doesn't affect me, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you? It ain't bothering me, Don. (laughs) The fucking... I'm sorry, your eyebrows when you said Don shot straight up. I had to, I don't know, it was the only way to get the Mm. accent to be more authentic, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know how I have one dimple, by the way? Nope. Okay, well, I have one dimple, <laughs> and apparently, when you have one dimple, that's actually a sign of a facial defect, when you have a lack of, 
control of facial muscles. Facial Ooh. muscles. I also heard it's cancer. But that was just WebMD, so I don't know. Well, WebMD said I had cancer when I was inquiring about an ingrown hair. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. Well, I got this slight bruise on my knee from playing a sport. Cancer. Oh, that's cancer. It's cancer. That's the lung kind. It's <laughs> it's the pancreatic cancer manifesting as a bruise on your thigh. It spreads real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that bruise would be a tumor the size of a softball in about a week and a half. In about a month, it's going to be like a watermelon. Yeah, in about two months, you're basically going to be a walking bubble of tumors. Big tumor bubble guy. You kind of look like something out of Left 4 Dead. Yeah, basically, you're going to have a tumor on you that's going to look like a titty. Basically... If you do, now you got titties. It's kind of the best of both for it, if well, you know what I mean. If I already got yitties, then I don't want more kitty. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stray away from this. Little, All right. Uh, well, I, I, I don't even know if I'd call it a bit. Um, uh, we don't need to talk about my tits. But I love saying tits. It's just a fun word. Whatever makes you happy. It's 2019. We're living in a free world. Uh, oh, actually, speaking of tits, I'm going to jump right into some topics, if you don't um, mind. Okay. Because there's a killer segue. So, okay. <clears throat> there's a federal ruling right now that can make it legal to go topless in Utah and five other states. You, so, know, you see that segue? Pretty fucking That nutty. was good. That was good. But I will say it's surprising that Utah is the topless one when Utah is just a bunch of Mormons. Well, Utah's got like Salt Lake, right? Yeah. So that's like a pretty progressive city in itself. Yeah, I guess so. But, um, no, it's, um, there's Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico, Kansas, and Oklahoma are, uh, <clears throat> they're, uh, topless. there's a federal court, federal court ruling over a ban on women going topless in public. So hmm. I'm not, I don't think it was illegal. I think it was just banned. And then that federal court ruling was like, nah, you can't ban that. Yeah. In these specific places, I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure. This came from a lawsuit brought by uh, two women who are part of the, like the hashtag Free the Nipple thing. All that jazz. The movement on social media. Can't you go topless in like New York City? Yes, you can. So, I kind of wanted to ask your opinion on this because I am so in the middle, or otherwise known as hot and cold, on the subject where I really can't have a solid opinion. Because, all right, let me, I guess, before I ask you, let me lay out where I stand so you can kind of see the sides. Hit me, Dougie. So, I think that women should have the right to kind of go about their body how they see fit, obviously. But I feel that as a nation, as a group of people, we have at this point sexualized boobs to the point where it's still going to be awkward if there's a woman topless walking around in public. It won't, like, we won't be progressive enough to the point where, like, we won't just see a pair of titties not be like, <laughs> titties. You started that off as if that was, like, your main point for running for, like, election. <laughs> and you were the, like, as a, as a nation, as it's a nation. hard not to sexualize the boobies. Well, <laughs> it's like, all right, Joe Biden, keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> but you get, you get what I mean. Like, it's... Like, I wish we were progressive enough, but I mean, as a guy, and I feel like I'm not a very, uh, I'm not very sexist, at least in the most part, <laughs> you know, I don't, I feel like I'm not like, I feel like women should have the right to choose in almost every aspect, if, if, if all, and I just feel like as a guy, even with this progressive mindset that I think I have, I won't be able to not see boobs out in public and think haha boobs and then at least have some form of sexual connotation towards that now it would be cool if i didn't but like i've been brought up since i was a kid that boobs are another part of a woman's private parts you know like you don't just touch a woman on her breasts you know like okay so you can like when you're passing someone no right, I, I get what you're you, saying you but put, you don't got to keep explaining it you're good okay you're okay i'm good <laughs> I'm good. So on that note, like, how do you feel on this on this topless ban, like, or n the resitting of the ban? I mean, it's just like it shouldn't matter, really. Well, like, I mean, I, I understand your point of it's sexualized, but it's not something that'll change if not if it's not like mm. allowed to happen. And it's like 
dudes can walk around everywhere with their shirts off, why can't women kind of deal. Well, it's I definitely like double standards. Well, that's the thing. I mean, but also male pecs aren't really sexualized in the same way. No, but I mean, it's same body part. Yeah, but still, they're, they're not sexualized in the same way. I mean, they're both breast. They're both titties. Yeah, just but, man titties well, and girl yeah, titties. Yeah, but well, okay, like reproductively, women's titties actually have like a function that men's don't. So you're saying that I can't produce milk out of my nipples? I'm saying that a perfectly sex, skinny, fit dude like yourself will have no boobs on them, whereas a woman with the same body type can have boobs. They're like triple and double D's. I'm just kind of upset that you don't think I can produce milk out of my nipples. I like it's just it, kind of offensive. I mean, if you could, I think there's actually a term for that. And it would be very interesting if you could. I mean, like, I understand that, but that's just... I don't want to say it's your problem, but in reality, it is your problem. If for people that it bothers, it's their problem. Well, it's not that it bothers me. It's just I don't want to be on the side that's against it because I think like you said it's something that it shouldn't be a problem well think of it this way like even if they're sexualized you're gonna be like oh boobs and then just what are you gonna stare at them the whole time or you're just gonna be like oh they're there I'm okay, not gonna cool, lie if all away. of a sudden women started walking around topless considering I've never seen someone just publicly well, yeah. go topless I would be st- I wouldn't say I'd be staring because I'm a predator but I'd be like I'm actually seeing titties out in public what the fuck well yeah yeah it's you're not gonna do anything about it. I'm, well, yeah, I'm not gonna walk clean. up and slap someone across the tit like. That's gonna be fun, Dad. But um, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. See how right? Yeah, just right in front of the get straight. But you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, nothing. Like people are gonna be like, "Oh shit, there's boobies," and then that's gonna be the end of it. Okay. Yeah. I guess really, for it to not be an issue, it's gotta be how we kind of raise our kids to see boobs really more than anything because like if i had a kid right around now and if all of a sudden women start going around topless say he was like a six or seven year old boy i wouldn't know how to explain that because up in the six years mm. like boobs are part of the woman's no-no parts you know well i i i don't know if six is the right age maybe try a little older because i don't think a six-year-old okay. realizes Eight what or a ten, yeah, part is. yeah yeah and when i was six i was like what's that i can't have my junk out in public Okay. No, I don't think I ever felt that way. I think when I was six, I was like, God, I really want to go play baseball. I got some interesting fa- uh, family photos uh. of me just like, hey, <laughs> where's my pants? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of kids like that. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just kind of whatever, in my opinion. Mm. I don't think it needs to be a big deal. It's cool. Like I like that it's happening, but I don't see why... It shouldn't, more or less. I mean, I, I think it's cool that they have the right to if they want. I didn't think it was cool that the ban was, you know, even a reality. Yeah. I just don't know if it'll even ever become normalized. I mean, it will. If it happened, then it would definitely become normalized. People would just initially just, as you'd react, like, oh, there it is. But then eventually it's just same as with a dude without well, their shirt on. Okay, you see a dude out in public. Where are you? You're probably in a beach state or in a beach town. I've yet, I've rarely seen a dude without his shirt on, in my experience, regardless of the temperature. Dude, I see people, like, with no shirt on at the mall, and that, it's just weird. Like, it, it, in my opinion, the weird part is the setting. Well, that's the thing, like, it's not like we live in an area where, like, you're shirtless or topless, like. Yeah, but granted, these are, like, warmer areas. You're in fucking Utah. <laughs> Utah? Yeah, Utah's like Midwest. Yeah, well body of water are you going topless for anyways well if it's just like a nice hot day and you're like i just kind of don't want to wear a shirt you know what i mean okay if you're going out in public i feel like you just need a shirt in general guy or girl though i mean that's my opinion yeah i again i don't care unless i remember i saw i thought it was like a pregnant dude that had like four kids (laughs) jesus christ honestly it was the scariest sight i've ever seen in my life like i'm not like trying to fat shame but you are? It, it was... I am, but it was honestly alarming. Mm. Like... No, that okay. makes sense. Honestly, like, he had the size as if he ate, like, two people. Like, two full-grown people. <laughs> and they fuck. were just resting in his stomach. It was very terrifying. I'm just picturing the male equivalent of the Great Jagras for some reason. No, try, like... Yeah, actually, Great Jagras when he eats something. Monster Hunter reference for anybody out there. Um, gamers out there. Yeah, it was it was there. But I guess that kind of brings up a good point because like you're okay with anyone just being shirtless, like guy or girl. Like I just, I think in public you should have a moderate level of clothes on. 
I mean, if you got pants, cool. That's just personal. It's just uh, all of it comes down to personal preference, really. Hmm. I guess it's more like I don't want to see your fucking skin. And that's everybody wear turtlenecks and long jeans. If you this is the 1600s. If I see your ankle, you're going to jail. Yeah, Bobby, you just become president. Just um, all ban on short sleeve shirts and tank tops. Anyone in public without a turtleneck will be shot on sight. No, <laughs> I have snipers on every building. On every building. Jeez. Oh, jeepers! All right. So, uh, yeah, in these five places, you can go topless if you want to. If you're a woman, that's cool. Um, speaking at the top down. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> I don't know. The thought of like referring to like a V, like a convertible with the top down to just no shirt on. This is bad. But um, you got this. <laughs> I'm talking about UFOs. Okay. I'm talking. <laughs> is that where the fuck? <laughs> I, I'm talking about aliens and their convertible flying. Discs. All right, let's fucking talk off of aliens a little bit. Um, here. Funny enough, uh, this there was a a UFO video that was leaked by um oddly enough i guess it was the front man to blink 182 can you do me a favor and explain your exact reaction when you found this article because i thought that was hysterical um i just thought it was hilarious that um it was from the blink 182 rocker the navy was like it shouldn't have been released <laughs> but i've listened to so many like true crime fucking like podcasts and shit of that nature where there's been so many stories of um like the Navy saw something, something in the air that they could not explain, mm -hmm. but it was never confirmed. But now it is confirmed. So now I have an answer and now I can sleep at night. So why don't you describe what they saw in the video? You guys can go find the link to the video. It's actually fucking crazy because this is like a real life reaction of pilots when they fa like came in contact. Yeah, it's just like this. it's just kind of like them on the radio and they're like they're freaking out. Yeah, they're like, uh, I have no fucking idea what that is. That thing is moving way too fast yeah, for it to be anything well, from this earth. Well, that's the thing. They like. All composure is just out the window for these guys. They're laughing. They're freaking out. They're like, is this real? Like, they're, you know, having a having a ball. A little hoot and annie. A little you know. hoot and holler. Yeah, no, and then they're just kind of flipping out, and no one really has an answer, mm. which is, that, that gets the most alarming, is when you don't have an answer to something of that nature. Well, I think what was more alarming is that they described it as, like, that typical UFO style without, like, Without the wings yeah, on it no or anything. Wings, no thrusters or some shit. Just like, it's just a giant floating disc. And, and it was deal. like apparently breaking like the sound barrier or something like that. And you may think, oh, maybe they couldn't capture the wings on it. And it was just, it skewed from how fast it was going. No, this camera apparently can see the wing, the wing tips on a certain type of missile that goes very, 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 very fast. So there was no reason why you shouldn't be able to see wings. No. And... So, you need those to fly. Some may say. Studies show <laughs> well, that. Maybe not anymore, but you, you do kind of need wings to fly right yeah. now. And then they're trying to think like, oh, is that is it like a Russian thing? Or fucking just trying to rationalize in their heads and they just couldn't really come to an answer. Hmm. But it was kind of nuts. And I think it, <laughs> I just can't get over that. It was like, um, what's his face? Tom DeLong. I think that's how you pronounce it. That he's the person that leaked it, and it's just like, why the fuck does Blink-182 have to do with the Navy? But <laughs> Blink-182 is part of the government. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, remember, you remember in high school when recruiters would come to your school? Yeah. And you had the branch of the Navy, the Air Force, the, the Marines, and Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> the Blink-182 Army uh, has a... Really gained traction within the last 10 to 12 years. <laughs> and it's like, what do you guys do? And you're just thinking like, oh, they play shows for uh, for the... Um, Space Force. No, for the people overseas. And it's like, no, Blink-182s is more top secret than like the Green Berets. We've done multiple raids on Al-Qaeda. And it's like, oh, okay. God. <laughs> then 182 stands for, stands for the number of confirmed kills I have. Jesus Christ. And it just keeps going up. It's like, oh my goodness. They say the flying object was around 300 miles per hour. At 2,000... No, not 2,000. 25,000 feet. That's just crazy. Yeah, no, it's absolutely nuts. But I'm just happy that I'm, I can I can believe in these things and I don't feel like a weirdo. Because I love conspiracy theories like this. Well, I, I mean... Turn off my PC. <laughs> We're good. The conspiracy really is like... Uh, 
like whether or not we've already had contact, right? Yeah. Because I feel like it's almost nonsensical to think like that we are the only ones in this seemingly infinite universe. Exactly. To be the singular. Mathematically speaking, there was a video that we watched when we were. It was like four in the morning, oh, and we were great, all watching yeah. this. And if you take all the possible planets or stars that could even have planets orbiting them, or even the moons orbiting those planets, if you factor factored in the possibility, like there should still be thousands of planets like ours that have the same conditions that ours do yeah. to ha- to house life. There's and mathematically speaking, we us being here isn't that much of an anomaly with the setting that we had. No, exactly. And just crazy. It's crazy. If you uh if if all of a sudden aliens like tri- like beam down to Earth, say they just like, hey, we're making contact with you guys now. What what would your would would your reaction be fear? Um I think it depends on well, I think if the first person he's meeting is Donald Trump, yes, it is Im- imminent fear on that we are all dead. But if it's just like he touches down in Wyoming and he's like blip blap bloop, it's me, Zorgdaf, and I'm like, Alright, bet what's up, dude? And he's like, Oh, I'm just chilling, I just want to see what it's like down here. It's like, you want some corn? And he's like, sure. Do you know I wonder if they would know English off the cuff. Uh, or like a language. Well, I imagine because if they're flying um, saucers at 300 miles per hour and breaking sound barriers, I imagine there's some form of advance and they could probably just like download our uh, language. That's true. Because like, uh, even if we did find aliens, like what's the likelihood of communication even being a thing? Like we don't even know if they use voices the way we do. They could communicate. Uh, well, I don't know what they could communicate with. Brainwaves, I guess? Sticks and stones, telepathically? Yeah, the uh, way orcas do. They could li- <laughs> they could just they're, screech. They're just flying orcas. They are... The God, that would be frightening. Orcas that, are terrifying. That'd be like uh, the, the flying whales from Endgame. Would we be. would just need Ant-Man to freaking deck one. Just punch a giant flying whale. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. God, I love that scene That's so much. That's probably my favorite scene of that movie. It's... <laughs> I don't think anything tops Ant-Man right hooking a giant whale. Oh no, nothing does. And like even out of context, it sounds great. So it's just a good old time. <laughs> Ant Man hates fucking whales. Well, what if it? Yeah, but what if it turns into like a Judgment Day esque thing where aliens are just like, nah, fuck contact, we're conquering kind of deal. Well, we would probably lose if they're advanced enough to have star travel to uh, go between uh, galaxies, right? Yeah, it's gonna sound kind of fuck. Could you imagine like kamikaze at that speed from a UFO? That'd probably destroy a lot. Yeah. Well, then again, like, our atmosphere is pretty pretty strong, so, like, they would have to have really, really advanced, like, metals and whatnot to withstand the force, because if they were coming in that fast, yeah, they'd, at what, like, they would melt, right, if they weren't... I guess it, it's just a weird hypothetical, but... Like, I wish I had no, more of a science background to even really think about the logistics of that. They would need... Well... Our atmosphere burns up anything that comes in. That's why, like, we have giant meteors come in, but they just burn up in the atmosphere. Mm. But um, I think you need a very specific type of metal that can withstand the heat and the velocity that we might not have yet. Mm. But maybe, maybe they got the big boy stuff overseas, you know what I mean? As an overseas, I mean in on a different planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Over yonder. Over yonder, Over yes. yonder. You know... On the subject of aliens, that Area 51 raid happened on uh, the 20th, and nothing fucking happened besides that glorious video of that kid Nardo running behind the the reporter. Yeah, I, everything I saw from that was just very the boring kind of deal. It it was just, everyone's there. It was essentially just a small festival, people. Like, no one actually tried to cross the gates. No, like, I think one person got arrested, and that was for public urination. As you do. Well, yeah, because I guess the person that organized the whole thing, it was initially joking, he's like, all right, we're going to turn into a kind of festival thing. Mm. And it's just very lackluster. Well, I heard a lot of people really liked it that went, they made a lot of good friends, and that's that. Yeah. Is I don't know. Yeah, because there's a lot of, I don't know, like, content creators and 
podcasters that I saw go and they're posting on their social and I'm like that just kind of looks boring boring it's like we're there if I mean if you if you went and you had fun cool I'm all right with that but not my cup of tea I guess well I mean my cup of tea is not really flying anywhere for a festival where it, or I mean a meetup essentially where I don't know anybody and essentially you're signing your own death warrant if you actually went through with the original idea I mean, what if they did though I was fucking hoping for that. Yeah. I was hoping... Okay, this is going to sound really fucked, but I was hoping to see, like, 200,000 dead at Raid on Area 51. Yeah. But it's only because I wanted to know what the fuck's inside. Uh, I could could live without knowing, to be honest. I imagine it's just a giant bait. And we got Area Area 52 is where you really got to go, but we don't know where that is. But what? I just want to know. Maybe I need to become a high-ranking government official to figure it out. I need to become the president. Fuck it. I wonder if he even knows. He is in Trump? Mm. I feel like a president wouldn't, to be honest. You know, you're not wrong. Especially our uh, fearless leader. Mm. I also wonder how you get a job working at Area 51. I I imagine it starts off in the military, and you work your way up through the career system, and it's just a series of promotions and luck. That would make sense, yeah. I imagine you'd have to have a very, like, They'd have to know that you're a very trusting person, that you wouldn't spill the beans. Well, that's how military rankings kind of work, though. Yeah. Also, I guess it wouldn't matter, because if you spill the beans, then you're just going to get assassinated in the middle of the night, but... Yeah, pretty much. And so are your entire family and hometown. I guess it's something... Small price to pay for leaking aliens, I guess. (laughs) Small price to pay for salvation. Mm. Yeah. Leaking (laughs) aliens. Yeah. I was kind of... I was kind of hoping that there was going to be a... A little natural selection genocide. As fucked as that sound. I could have worded it a little better, yeah. but that's basically what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... Man, I just... I just want some shit to shake us up a little bit. That's, like, new knowledge rather than depressing shit. Yeah, okay. You brought it back. I was like, hmm, there's been a lot of stuff to shake us up recently. <laughs> like, what if, uh... What if... I don't know. What would be, like, my coolest scenario that was at Area 51? The ability to do magic. Like, anime is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anime is real. No, ability to do magic, some random shit like that. They had that at Area Fifty One, and that came out of it. A few, a few deaths wouldn't be that bad for that. Yeah, to know that Chris Angel wasn't just doing a series of pulleys and uh, things of that nature. It of was real. He was he he was escapee from Area Fifty One. He was the project child. Oh my god. He was the the mute to to <laughs> <laughs> the world. Jesus Christ. Chris Angel, Mewtwo. Do you ever wonder if there's people out there that were, like, made in a lab? Know what I mean? Sometimes, because I feel like our technology is pretty damn advanced. Way more than we think as consumers. Mm. I always thought there could be a possibility that there could be completely lab-grown people. Like, I honestly, I interact with some people, and I just... I... It's either they've never communicated throughout their life... And they just kind of plopped out at 35 or just their parent or they didn't have parents or they didn't have anyone to teach them how to act. You know, there's a kid like that that frequents the cafeteria at my school who I always wonder, did he just spend the first 20 years of his life completely and utterly alone and not socialize with a sim- sir- single soul? Single soul. <laughs> and you may think, well, there's people on the spectrum that do have socialization issues. No, he's not on the spectrum. He's weird. Yeah, well, it's like, I know a lot of people, including myself, that have, like, a lot of social anxiety and communicating with people is difficult. And I know, like, there's varying degrees, but some, like, I don't know, their mannerisms are too robotic. They just feel off. It's honestly like what I imagine talking to Mark Zuckerberg would be like. Yeah, literally. Like, I mean, he's a lizard, so I guess it's just... Well, yeah, he's not really a lab-grown person, but a lizard person. Yeah. Well, he, he's the first alien! No, he could... I'd say he's probably lab-grown if you got a lizard that big. That UFO that Blink-182 saw? Could have been Zuck just on it was his just, way home. It was, it, was the, it was the Zuck late for a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine him talking to his wife, just... Pardon me, honey, I need to take the car 
over to Russia. I have a meeting. Not even a car. He's just a transformer. <laughs> Dude, the transformer noise is one of my like most iconic noises in my head for some reason. It's just kind of like that. I can't even try and make it with my mouth. Yeah, spell, I know exactly spell, what spelled it out. Is. Spelled out. <laughs> it's like how do you spell um what was it? How do you spell a yawn? Or you ever had that one where it's like you can't spell a yawn? I feel like at that point you just say the yawn though, right? Yeah, you just kind of uh. see. I did it. I yawn on a command. It was kind of impressive. That you know, <laughs> it's that. uh, cute. Jeez. So area fifty one. Little, Nothing happened. Little disappointed. Yeah, where's my, where's my real life uh, animal people? Um, where's my avatar people? Where's my blue people at? Uh, chilling at number two on the highest selling uh, or highest grossing films. Just you wait, bitch. Avatar two in twenty thirty is gonna be great. I can't wait till it comes out in twenty forty nine. Watch this segway segways. This segues into another topic I had that I saw on here, which was, um, what was the worst movie you've ever watched? Okay. And I imagine you bring this up because you might have had something you've watched that's shit, or... So, it was actually a conversation that I overheard while I was, uh, doing, uh, some research for the podcast, and people were talking about, like, the worst movies they've ever seen, and they were picking some, like, ones I haven't really thought of that I definitely saw in a mm-hmm. long time, like, the Prince of Persia, Sands of Time movie. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was that was mentioned, and I don't think that was even that bad, to be honest with you. It had Jake Gyllenhaal, which is nice. Did it? Yeah, he was the main. That was a young Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh my god, are you are you right? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure. I I distinctly remember my sister. This was when I was a wee boy, and she was like, "Oh my god, Jake Gyllenhaal, I fucking love him." And uh, Robert's on the search right now. He's trying to find it. Steven's got it. Steven's got it. I. I hope he finds it. I'm so worried. I got a. Oh my god! It was Jake fucking Gyllenhaal. I know it was. You gotta trust me more. I didn't tell that I didn't trust you. I genuinely couldn't well, see if him. You, if you yes. trust me, you would have wouldn't have had to look it up. You see, I feel that way about like the National Treasure movies with Nicolas Cage. I feel like all those movies are so long and boring. I don't even know if I've watched one, but you, I definitely have def- watched you've, one. You've definitely watched one at least in school on like a indoor recess day because it is apparently every teacher's go to. Alright, we're gonna watch a movie today! National Treasure! And I'm like, fuck, shoot me. I don't like it. But there are some other movies, like, uh... There was a movie called Rubber, and this is my own personal one. And Rubber was about... Is it the killer tire one? It was a killer tire. It was a, a tire that had uh, telekinetic powers and was a sentient being that essentially rolled around this town terrorizing them by exploding things with its brain waves. Brain waves. I honestly thought that movie was hilarious. It was, uh... It wasn't a good movie by any means, but it was so funny. (laughs) It was, uh, it was bad. Yeah, no, it was real bad, but I loved it. I mean, I always find a hard time saying, like, movies that I've absolutely hated watching, because, like, even shitty movies have... Like Lady Battle Angel. Yeah, like, no, that's a good movie. Um, but like bad movies that you can just laugh at because they're bad. I haven't. I keep trying to think of movies that are just straight up bad and don't bring anything to the table. Uh, the neighbor. Oh, the neighbor was terrible. That one was god awful. We I've shit talked that movie so hard on this podcast. I think when we watched, I it. felt bad because I recommended it because I thought it was a different movie. No, it was nothing like you were describing, and it's like we we couldn't even fault you for that because like. It was just so off from what even the preview showed. Yeah, well, that was like, um, I thought it was something entirely different that did good. And I swear to God, it had a good, like, they, when we were trying to watch it on whatever it is on, I think Netflix. HBO. HBO. I swear to God, it had like a good score. And I was like, oh, is this the movie I was thinking of? And it just, it made no fucking sense. Like, the whole concept was like an old man was trying to, uh, fuck the younger neighbor essentially yeah that was in an abusive relationship so i'm i had spoiler alert if you ever want to watch a neighbor yeah, so don't. he um his wife is like oh you're cheating on me and he's like no no that's not it and he's old and then he gets kicked out of the house and then his daughter or son i can't remember doesn't like him anymore so he's living in a motel and then he's like i got it 
I'm going to kill the neighbor's boyfriend. And he does it. And that's the movie. That's the movie. Like, you're waiting for it to pick up, and then it just doesn't. It's kind of tragic, but you get over it, I guess. It, it's honestly a booty movie. It is a booty movie. It's indeed. a booty movie. Um, um, God, that was, uh, there was, a. Uh, the last Airbender movie. That was definitely that, objectively that, horrible. Yeah, that, that one was just bad. That wasn't even enjoyable to watch. Um, There's that King Arthur remake that they did, uh, like, back in 2017. Oh, yeah, didn't it have, like, David Beckham in it or something? The cast was pretty good, but the movie was god-awful. See, I never watched that one, so I can't really, you know, give my two cents. But, um, do you remember the Kangaroo Jack movie? Yeah! <laughs> I, yes! I'm trying to remember if that one was bad, because that one came to mind. It definitely wasn't a good watch. Uh, that that Fantastic Four movie was god-awful. Um, anything DC's put out? Pretty much. Uh, Justice League. That was terrible. That, I like, it, you know, I can't say that, because it's good. I use it as material to make fun of in uh, my comedy, so... Twilight was pretty booty, objectively. Oh, nope. I will not stand by that one. You ever seen the baseball scene from Twilight? That shit is the funniest thing I've ever looked back on. Where they're just a bunch of edgy teens in an open field. And then they're like, go long. And they just have a bunch of like edgy baseball references. It's so good. It's so good. Jesus. And then Taylor Lautner with the shirt off. Ta- okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, Alvin and Chipmunks was a pretty garbage movie. Oh, yeah, that was shit. Grown Ups. That was shit. I, yeah. Grown Ups is a good, like, 40-year-old drunk dad movie. Because they're all 40-year-old drunk dads in the movie. That's fair. Uh, the, did you ever see the Warcraft movie? No, but I heard it was nothing nothing to write home about. That was bad. Um... I'm going to bring up another kid's movie. The Smurfs movie was a thing. Didn't even know it existed. Yeah, you, you would be glad on that. You would be glad. Um, but yeah, basically, I uh, wanted to know, Do you did you have anything that came to mind that was like, wow, that movie was ass? Um, definitely National Treasure. Um, Nicolas Cage, not his best movie. I can't really think of... Actually, no, Mandy was a good Nicolas Cage movie. Uh... Jack and Jill, that Adam Sandler movie. A lot of Adam Sandler movies, That's actually. Fair. I can't think of just one, though. That's the only thing. I can't think of a movie where when I look back, I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever watched in my life, and my life would be infinite times better if I didn't watch it. Mm. That's fair. Because, like I said, a lot of just bad movies have the quality of you can go back and laugh at them. That's true. Honestly... <laughs> It also, if there's a movie that I watch by myself, I'm way more likely to be like, wow, this is garbage than when I'm with my boys for some reason. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that Godzilla movie. That Godzilla movie was great. Don't you dare call that garbage. Nah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say garbage, but I wouldn't say great. If they had added more wrestling moves for Godzilla, it would have been... You just wanted to see him dropkick, didn't you? I wanted to see him do something cool. I There was, like, one scene where Godzilla's coming in with a right hook on King Ghidorah... And then it pans to Millie Bobby Brown, like, fucking with a radio. Hmm. Like, just let me see Godzilla just punch him. Just once. I want to see Godzilla RKO him out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, like, a lot of movies that just didn't age well. Yeah. But I don't count that. So, speaking Uh, of movies, though. Okay. I have to write a movie for my screenwriting class. Okay. And, uh, but want me to give you my little, little, little elevator pitch? I don't yes. have it in front of me, my actual one, so it's going to be kind of ash. But essentially, the movie I'm having, or I'm envisioning, is similar to Get Out in terms of tone. Okay. And it's, uh. But it's white people being oppressed this time. Okay. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't figured out my overarching, uh, message yet like that, but basically, main character takes job at this company that, uh, it's like a experimental company, and through uh, full dive VR, he's put into these sim- simulations that are life threatening, where he has to solve them. And it's basically they're they're trying to be like, as a company, we're trying to unlock the hu- the keys to human psychology. Anyways, turns out you die in the simulation, you die in real life because why the fuck not? That apparently is just a common selling point. 
class ate that shit up when I pitched that because they're like, yeah, that's such a cool idea. I'm like, yeah, it's been like done like 12 times yeah, in the last was, Yeah, years. I was going to say, I can think of like five movies that just did that. Oh, five movies in like six anime. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. So that was my premise and I have to write this movie now, right? Mm-hmm. And my hook, I'm just going to tell you my hook because why the fuck not? Okay. Spoil See, it for me. Bet. It, this is already copyrighted, by the way. Funny enough, school did that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or somewhat. It was interesting. Um, hook opens. It, there's a guy plunged right into the middle of oncoming traffic on the highway. He's on, like, a 12-lane highway. It's very extreme. Cars are screaming past him, honking, no one's stopping. And the obvious goal for him is to make it to the median. He's dodging cars. Cars are, like, swerving out of the way. There's pile-ups. He knows where he has to go, and he's basically breathing heavily. He knows he's going to die if he stops. I love Frogger. It's a, it's Frogger. Exactly. It's Frogger. Okay. So he makes it to the median, and a tractor trailer veers off, starts sliding. It looks like it's going to basically cream him. Stops right in front of him, and then from the other side, a little bug car just comes up and smushes in between... Uh, the track, the trailer, and the car. And that's pants the opening scene. Okay. Or the opening, uh, you know what I mean, the uh, title screen. Okay. And that, that was my hook. And apparently that was a decent hook because, well, apparently that's what you need for a, for a very thriller sci-fi-esque movie. Okay. What do you think, Dan? Um, Would you watch it? No. No? No, I'll be honest, I wouldn't. Why? Because I've seen those movies too many times. Joke's on you, it's original. Oh yeah, how original! Wink. I'm ready. Um, I've played Frogger enough times. Uh, yeah, good concept. Um, it needs it needs more Mario from Super Mario Bros. You got it. And I was I was planning to put a uh, Sekiro Sekiro from Sekiro in there. Oh, that'd be cool. And also, um, you should give you should give him uh, the Michelin Man's also a main character. Oh wow. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as Dwayne The Rock Johnson said, he'll star in it for me. That's very cool. Yeah, and uh, Jack Black is playing a young, attractive woman. Oh, that's cool. Um, you, you should give, you should make it like a buddy cop, where Jack Black is the dude's best friend, and so, the dude is just a parrot. No, he's a dude. Who's a parrot? D- Part time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. You should make it so that Jack Black and him are best friends, and they go through these wacky, zany adventures. Zany. And then um, they, they both have, like, really sick one-liners. Like, um, he's dodging uh, he's dodging traffic. That was actually one of my pitches, was just a movie that was a buddy cop scenario, but yeah. <laughs> it was all just one-liners. There was no real dialogue. No, that, that's what you want. That's a perfect buddy cop uh, movie. My professor shot it down so hard. Really? Yeah. Your professor should get his degree revoked because that man doesn't know shit about film because you, you give him like sick one-liners where no, uh, it's it's a rainy like they're um all right i got one they're in the swamp they're, they're, in the they're swamp. getting chased by a giant like sci-fi movie-esque alligator right and then um they veer off the swamp onto the highway and then jack black says something like whoa dude we're hydroplaning and then uh like Funky music starts kicking in because the gator's still running after him. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm with you. Jack Black is he's trying to shoot the alligator and like you know the one spot between the eyes where they die. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to land that shot, but like he's just moving so fast and swerving so much, you just can't get him. And then the other main character is just like, dude, it's taking so long. And then Jack Black's like, will you try it? And he's like, fine, I will. And he does it. <laughs> Sorry, my eyes are starting to cross. <laughs> I, um, I was trying to think of the one-liner as I was going along with yeah. it, and I just couldn't. <laughs> it's okay. That's the one-liner. There is no one-liner. Fucking idiots. Mm. Or you make it... All right, yeah. You make your movie, and you make it very philosophical, where um, the final mission is... It was, a, it was a ruse the whole time, and now he's got a... If he ever wants to make it out of that company, he's got to kill the boss, which is the final boss in the simulation. But I, that's actually kind of the ending I had envisioned. But plot twist: um, the boss's form in the simulation is Tracer from Overwatch. So you get 
you get Blizzard on board to give you a lot of money so they can put um, Tracer from Overwatch in your movie. But, you know, the reason why I, uh, I kind of like this premise is because I really want to just put my main character through the shitter. Oh, yeah? I want him just to get fucked and destroyed in every way, shape, or form. Because that's how I was feeling that day when I gave the pitch. I was going to say, is this some kind of little fetish you got going on? or I want to be hit by cars, and that's my fetish. Well, yeah, we all, we all have those, you know. My... I'm sexually attracted to getting smushed in an oncoming traffic collision. Uh, maybe tell your therapist that one. Maybe not us. You know, on the subject of sexuality... Someone in my sculpting class literally looked someone dead in the eyes and goes, what's your sexuality? Deadpan. Oh. And honestly, caught me very off guard. I've never heard someone ask that with such, like, authority before. <laughs> what's your sexuality? A lot. was <laughs> 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 like, eh. Finger guns. <laughs> oh, I'm actually, I'm a woman. Yeah. It's like, hmm, I'm okay. a Apache attack helicopter. Yeah, I am coconut cream oil. I identify as a gaming keyboard. I am a fig magnolia candle that lights up the dark. I identify as fig newtons. I did not like fig newtons as a boy. I see. I liked fig newtons, but not the fig kind. The what kind? Like, cause you, oh, you like newtons, but not fig newtons. Yeah, that's. Are they actually called newtons? I don't know, man. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, speaking of combinations that we just might not like, dude, um, good old Kentucky fried chicken is back at it again. Um, they're trying to compete. You remember the good old, not good old days, but you remember a little while ago, Popeye's, they came out with their new chicken sandwich and just took the world by storm. Did you ever try that? Nope. I didn't care to. And it was always sold out. So I was like, I'm not going out of my way for it. So Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's that became the... The one-on-one debate, and Wendy's was like, oh, we also have a chicken sandwich, and everyone's like, four for 539, go fuck yourself. Yeah, for everyone's like, yeah, fuck off, Wendy's. Yeah. If it ain't the four for four, shut the fuck up. Yeah, literally. Well, they they're, they got their, like, uh, middle school lunch chicken sandwich for 539, and it's like, what are you doing? It's like, that's a Tyson chicken patty, you bitch. Literally. And they, everyone else got it for, like, 299 or 399 So, KFC is like... <laughs> hold my beer and then just come up with the most like grotesque disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life but I will try it um, <laughs> it is it is essentially two Krispy Kreme glazed donuts and then smushed between is a uh, fried chicken breast okay let me tell you exactly why this is fucking disgusting and also idiotic and if anyone thinks this was revolutionary they're also fucking inbred a little aggressive very but, but speak your piece queen it is just Deep fried, super sweet chicken and waffles, okay? And we know that salty and sweet things go together already, but this is just disgusting, okay? You do- I wouldn't. I- Obviously, fried chicken's already unhealthy. Do we need to deep fry the. The, the the top part and the bottom part as well. I, I'm going to be honest. I would prefer you to not disrespect chicken and waffles like that ever again. I I'm, like chicken and waffles. Yeah, you, you're comparing chicken and waffles to this? Well, in principle, yeah, it's the same thing as pairing a sweet thing with a piece of chicken. I don't know if I count waffles as sweet. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, because like the gravy that you that you use in when you like do the southern style is like a sweet base. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, in that scenario. But um, no, I'm on board with this. I think it's fine. I mean, it's definitely good if you're like, hey, what's the most disgusting thing I can eat when I'm drunk? Yeah, I think this is like the ultimate hangover meal. Yeah, I guess the reason why I think it's absolutely disgusting is because the picture they use, it looks like semen from the glazed donut on the chicken. Oh, that's kind of disgusting. And I read a comment on the uh, on a uh, on Twitter about it, and I haven't been able to unsee it. That's awful. I'm yeah. sorry. I will try this. Um, will you try when it? I, yeah, whenever this comes out, I am not seeing a date on it yet. See, uh, or no, it's only at uh, Hopewell, Virginia, outside of Richmond, uh, for five ninety nine. Do you think that? Like, whatever executive that thought this up went to, like, what... It's not a very original idea, right? Mm. Like, you don't think so? No, it's not... Well, I definitely think it beats, um... Do you remember when KFC had that thing where they're, like... The Cheeto thing? No, no, no. They're, like, you want a chicken sandwich but not the bun? We got you. And they just put two chicken... They took two chicken breasts and they put bacon (laughs) and cheese in between them. And they're, like, now that's a sandwich. And it's, like... 
Fun fact, KFC, a lot of people use the bread just so they don't have to put their hands on the chicken. <laughs> That's like, can I get a burger? Can I get two burgers and in the middle lettuce, tomato, cheese? Jesus Christ. It's like, no, you, you don't like putting either. your fingers right inside the meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but I guess one brief soul, uh, this is from the Washington Post, the person who wrote this article said that um, they tried it. They didn't get wedges with this because that, that was the unethical part. But they said, um, it arrived in a cardboard shell bearing a clue as to what I'd find inside. Running down the side was a large drip of sugary glaze, like a warning sign on a highway to Candyland. That's, that's adorable. I like that. But it had braved the traffic on Interstate 95, and now seated under a large poster, Colonel Sanders, and there was no turning back. <laughs> now it just sounds like a bad movie. Jesus Christ. Um... Once in hand, it was clear the donuts were fresh from the fryer, evidenced by the way the topping melted off the pastry, pooling on the paper bed beneath it, sticking to my fingers. I attempt to wrestle in my maw. It sounds like a Fifty Shades of Grey. Dude, why is it? Why is it wrote so sensual? Dude, I'm so t- I'm honestly just so turned on by this. <laughs> but when I did. A sweet meets salty, crispy meets pillowy mashup that my lizard brain immediately loved. Uh, what? What the hell? Despite that snooty voice in my head mocking, the chick, the chicken fillet was well seasoned and juicy, encased in a peppery, craggy coating. This is from the Washington Post, by the way. The soft donuts deflated a bit as I ate, pressing a glaze into the chicken and making the concoction easier to handle though i still went through seven napkins eating only half of it oh they have like a in they seeing that yeah that's what it actually looks like apparently yeah and as you guys can see honestly that doesn't that piece of chicken looks kind of mediocre doesn't it piece of chicken barely looks like a piece of chicken yeah maybe it's like pushed out the other side i I hope so um, there are no toppings on the sandwich and no sauce, all of which would have in- interfered with its straightforward appeal. It's just fried chicken on donuts. What did Aristotle write about the sum being greater than its price? Oh my god, this well, fuck he might have dug this sandwich too. Who the fuck wrote this article? Who wrote it? Emily Heel? Or Heil? Fuck you. Emily Heel? Nah, keep doing what you're doing, girl. Nah. This, shit, this shit's a banger. Nah, you, you, you write about food in a weird way that makes me feel weird. <laughs> Dude, Aristotle might have dug this sandwich. Um, not that KFC has created something new. Nobody buns been there, done that after, after, before. After all, it was the chicken chain that also gave the word the double down. That's what I was talking about. The double down. The dump. Dude, I don't, she writes about no, no, food no. really weird. Look at the double down, dog. <laughs> What the frick is, is that? You replace the bun for the hot dog with fried chicken and you put mustard on top of the fucking hot dog. Oh, man. No. Have you tried the new KFC Double Down? No, I haven't tried clogging my arteries. Um, Jeez, I kind of want to read more of this girl's articles. I know. She, I, I like it. But <laughs> hold on. Uh, author and soul food historian Adrian Miller notes that the KFC chicken sandwich can be seen as descendant of the Luther, hey! a chicken styled after R&B legend Luther Vandross. According to pop culture mythology, Vandross, who died 2005, liked his burgers with donuts instead of buns, and so the Luther was born. Just like the Elvis sandwich of peanut butter, bananas, and bacon, or the iced tea lemonade blend that is the Arnold Palmer. Thank you, Emily. Um... I recommend reading this article. Shout out, Emily. I, this Honestly, probably my writing fa- is beautiful. Probably my favorite article I've read. I mean, ever since like I started. said, screw her for making me think weird about food because of her writing, but I guess that's good writing, right? It, it was like mega sensual. Like, I was. It was a it. fun read. I was feeling it. She was feeling the sandwich. Um. Aristotle would have felt it too. Oh, I did, I'm sorry. That Aristotle. Like, talking about no, Aristotle no, no, no. made me just. That wasn't it for no, me. No, no, no. That was fire. Um. Yeah, if this ever comes to a KFC near me, I'll be on top of it, and I'll be more than happy to taste it for everyone so that they can save their arteries. Um, I will be preparing by never having a cheat meal for the rest of my life until that comes. Uh, And, yeah, that'll be an exciting day. You just gotta make every cheat meal a cheat meal, so then when you actually have vegetables, that's your cheat meal. I don't think it works that way. (laughs) Uh, I... I don't think it does either. I don't think I'd want it to either, is what I meant. Yeah. Honestly, like, ever since I've, like, started eating healthy, not eating healthy feels so bad if I do it more than just one day. Oh, my God. I had a freaking fast food burger from Wendy's the other day. God, it was horrible. In my my stomach, that is, because it tasted fucking phenomenal. And it tastes good. But 
I say phenomenal as if it was the most delicious thing I've ever had. I, it was exactly what I you expect from a fast Wendy's food burger. burger. And I shoved it down my gullet. And let me tell you, the stars aligned. The planets aligned. Jesus. Well, enough about Wendy's burgers. On the subject of Burger King, though, they have removed all plastic toys from their kids' meals in the UK, I want to say. Sounds like a UK thing. If not, um, you know, I think I'm on board with this because I feel kids are just getting dumber and dumber and they can't tell the difference between their burger and their Princess Leia doll. Apparently, dumping the, uh, the toys will save them 320 tons of waste in annually. Eh, I'm fine with that then. So, like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I liked the toys when I was a kid, but, like... They're not yeah, good. They're not... They I weren't... Could. They weren't... Te- they, uh, honestly... I feel like not many kids go to to uh, McDonald's and Burger King anymore just because it's uh, it's kind of grosser now in our society, I feel like. You know, honestly, I remember the good old days of I watching the TV and I saw... Uh, I remember this one distinctly. Um, I'm watching TV. Burger King commercial comes on. Get a free Bakugan in your Happy Meal. I run up to my mom... I look her in the face and I say, you listen here and you listen good. If you don't get me in that car and drive me to the Burger King within this minute, I'm going to raise fucking hell on this household for the next 14 years of my life. So we can go get a Bakugan or you'll be living in hell for the next 14 years. She said, where did you learn this language? I'm telling your father. I, I got those- around it. <laughs> I remember those Bakugo commercials. Bakugan? Well, I I still have it. Is the funny thing you still have the Baku the the Baku the Baku the Baku bit bookies the Baku bit bookies? Yes. No, I still have the Bakugan in my room at my parents' house, and it's just chilling in the um the nightstand. Uh, it was like a secret compartment in the nightstand, Ooh. and I put it there so I'd never forget it. Never forget. Fun fact: I forgot it. <laughs> I know it's just holding your room for you. Oh my god, that reminds me. This is unrelated. Um, Perfect. I used to have this giant stuffed animal penguin that was like about yay tall off the ground. So about three feet? Yeah, about three feet. And um, my parents got rid of it recently, and I'm very upset. But they got rid of it, and my sister and my mom went to a flea market, and there was a penguin, the same look and everything, but like insanely dusty. And my sister sent me a picture of it, and I wanted to cry. Aww. <laughs> it was so sad. It wasn't the same penguin, but Aww. it was like a distant cousin. And I was like, you dig him out right now. <laughs> distant cousin. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. What was this topic about again? I don't know. Burger, Burger King said, hey, plastic, no more. I'm somewhere. Cool. Somewhere in the world. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. S- saves them a lot. And I mean, the, I started heavy when I tried to make my point here, but... I feel like kids don't or shouldn't be going to, like, fast food places anyways for, like, the toy. Yeah. And I feel like the toy sometimes is an incentive to eat unhealthy. Yeah. I I mean, you can make that claim. But that's just the nature of fast food. (laughs) I say the plastic waste outweighs kids' toys. Yeah, I mean, the kids' toys kind of suck, but if the kid sees a toy, they're on it. It's waste. It's it's that's that's the amount that aren't actually claimed, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Next thing you know, Toys R Us is going to go out of business. Oh wait. Oh. Actually, I think it's still thriving in Canada. I think it got bought in Canada. Do you remember uh, what was it like KB Toys? KB Toys or something? J- JB Toys? Um, it sounds familiar, but I don't know exactly what you're talking about. But I guess we can get Stephen on that really quick. No, I'm not going to find it. Uh, that's whatever. I remember. Oh, KB Toys. Oh. KB Toys? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. It had like a Dragon Ball Z-esque logo. Yeah, that's exactly why I remember it to this yeah. day. Funny. Yeah, that was, a, that was an OG toys uh, place. That reminds me of uh, when Blockbuster was still around. And then... Oh, I fucking loved Blockbuster. Yeah. And then there was... I remember there was Blockbuster and there was a place called West Coast Videos down the road. And um, it was like, it was just like a bigger Blockbuster. But it had very like obscure things. Like, like, 
like knockoff movies and shit. Like indie movies and shit. Yeah. Hmm. I miss block. I always thought the. Uh, I would like if the caveat of going to rent a movie came back. Like I like having them all on demand. Don't get me wrong. But there is a novelty of, you know, getting your significant other or family with you to go pick out a movie together. No, I feel that. You see, I don't feel the same way about food, though. Like, if I can get food delivered, I'll always get it delivered. I feel like there's certain places where definitely sitting down yields better food. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. I'm just talking about, like, having to go out and pick something up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, okay, Chinese food, for instance. I always feel like going to a place and eating there is better than getting takeout for some reason. The food, I feel like the food tastes better when you're there. I feel like that's an unpopular opinion, but... I, I mean, it probably is, to be honest. Like, pizza, though? Fuck eating pizza at the place. Oh, yeah. Deliver that shit to me. Well, unless I'm going out, like, unless it's a little boy's trip or you're out with some friends and you just get, like, a big pie to put in the middle and you're just taking slices. You know, there was a place I wanted to go to with the boys in in Manchester. I think it was called the Stone and Paddle. Yeah, it's just down the road from the gym. I want to go there with our boys. I'm down. It, it was very good and I liked the pizza I had. Yeah, Stone Paddle's nice. Yeah, well, we're Try making we're making plans during the podcast. Well, it's at the end. No one's listening anymore. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, folks, that has been the Frying Pan Podcast, episode 47. Thank you for tuning in, as always. We are on social media. Are we? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, you know, nice. actually, fun fact, um, I got locked out of our Instagram in the past, like, two weeks. Really? Yeah, like, I think I posted, I think I, like, didn't post for four weeks and then posted something. And I got locked out for four weeks, got it back, and I got locked out again. And I don't know why. I'll try and figure it out by Thursday, but, like, I couldn't post something. Because I was on a streak where I was doing it. You 